and welcome to the No Days Off podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Gilden. Every week I'll be speaking with parents of some of the country's top sports prodigies for an honest insight into what it's like raising a child constantly in the spotlight. As a new dad and a sports fanatic, I'm interested in finding out more about the pressure and sacrifices it takes to be a parent of a young sports prodigy today. This episode, I'll be speaking with Sharice Williams, mother of Mikey Williams, one of the top prep high school basketball players in the country, and who could apparently dribble at an age before most kids can walk. Hope you enjoy this conversation. This is No Days Off. Hi, my name is Sharice Williams. I'm the mother of Mikey Williams, and my son plays basketball. Awesome. All right, so let's uh, let's jump into it. Uh, thanks uh, again for taking the time to uh, hop on the call. So, uh, I guess for starters, tell us who is Mikey the person. You know what would what would we see on his stat sheet off the court? Oh wow, <laughs> Mikey is he's really a great kid. He's got this real gentle soul that it's so funny because I, I make jokes with him that he's the animal whisperer because he can go up to chickens or just random animals and they just come towards him and he will spend time with them and just observe them. And so he's got really a gentle spirit towards him. Um, he is a very great supportive big brother and um, friend as well. He, you know, is an advocate for all of his friends that, you know, are playing sports or doing something, whether it's in arts or media, he's really encouraging to them. And it's funny to see him give advice because he kind of, you, you wouldn't believe that he's a kid. Sometimes seeing him observing from afar, just give encouraging advice to like grown people. And you just got to sit back and um, he's just really, really great to be around. That's great. Uh, have, have you noticed there's been any changes for Mikey since uh, the episode aired, or uh, has he kind of been in the spotlight for a while now? Um, the there's he, He's been in the spotlight since he was in Charlotte. Um, well, actually, since he played with the Blue Chips team. So, you know, that was his kind of uh, really, like, abrupt, like, all this attention. Um since the episode aired, I feel like the there's more buzz kind of around our community um, with where he goes to school at San Ysidro. So some of the kids who, you know, down here at the border, um, our programs, our athletic programs weren't as, you know, um, big as some of the big time private schools, D1 or open division teams. But now everybody's kind of starting to take notice. And so it's really to see um, some of the other students have the school pride and um, you know that's kind of like a credit to you know what has been um, put out you know on social media and all that um, capturing um, his successes in basketball. So when was the moment that you knew that there was something special about Mikey's abilities? Because I'm sure you know many parents. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm a parent right now, but my, my son's about one years old. So there's there's not that much to to brag about besides <laughs> you know he he didn't fall and cry today. You know, uh, but when you have a kid who's exceptional, was there a moment that it clicked for you that oh wow this is beyond just you know motherly pride? He actually might have a future in this. Um, so the very, if you want to say the very first instance that I was kind of like blown away by, you know, um, just his ability, 
Um, I'll just kind of give you a brief story prior to that. So my husband used to coach high school with the, his coach now, um, Coach Tucker over at Senior Cedar High School. They used to coach for Crawford High School in San Diego. And so this, you know, T- Coach Tucker's been knowing us since before Mike was born. So when he was born, my husband was constantly, like, in the gym, literally no days off. We trained on Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's. It doesn't matter. We ate um, Thanksgiving as a family, as a team, and that's just what it was. So Mike was raised in the gym. So me with, you know, him as of just an a infant, he was five months old. And so if we were in the gym, I was in the gym, Mike was in the gym. So I would stand him in between my knees on the hardwood, and we would dribble the ball 10 times in the right hand, 10 times in the left hand, and we would count, you know, our numbers one through 10. So my mom used to take care of him as a baby when I would work, my husband would work. And um, she told me that when he was 11 months old, he just started dribbling the basketball by himself. And I was like, what? No, like, you know, you're not, you're crazy mom. And so when I actually saw him, when I came to pick him up, we gave him a ball and he just started dribbling. I was like, me and my husband were shocked. Like, whoa, like that's not normal. Um, But, you know, fast forward through life, um, he was in sixth grade, fifth grade, sixth grade, and said, you know, came to us and was like, I'm not ranked. And so we were just kind of like, you know, it, it's okay, son. The rankings don't tell who you are as a player. You just got to keep working hard. You know, the stuff the parents tell their kids, you know, to be encouraging. And so he said, no, mm-mm, it means something to me. And I was like, okay, well, you know, I looked at Malon. I'm like, well, what are we going to do? And we're just like, okay, you know, if, if you want to be ranked, then you got to go out there and, and, make them notice you and and get ranked. You got to put in the work. And so when he achieved that, I was like, wow, this, there might be something there. Like this kid like took it upon himself to go out and put in that work and become noticed. So probably sixth grade, I would say, really. Yeah, no, I mean, that's, uh, that's incredible at, at such a young age and at such a young age to to care about being ranked. I mean, did he always have that competitive edge to him? Oh my God, always. He <laughs> he did not like to lose. He was just, you know, ran hard, went hard, played, you know, till after the whistle. Yeah, our, they're they're pretty competitive, all the kids. But yeah, he's there. He's always been really competitive. And you mentioned you and your husband being in the gym a lot as well. Were, were you guys both athletes growing up, or what's your guys, you know, background in in athletics? Oh, yeah, definitely. So, um, Malon, he was a great, phenomenal um, basketball player, could jump like, gosh, he, I think, said he one time touched, like, you know, the the top of the backboard, like the bottom part of the rubber of the top of the backboard. And so, you know, obviously, I had to make sure that I checked his the sources and so right. some of his like really close friends <laughs> growing up they they validated it and they're like no he could jump like nobody's business and so um he played basketball and I think he played some football um in high school and then I played softball and um, I also played basketball um, I was pers- I had personal training in softball at a much younger age and so um uh, that kind of was the sport that I got most noticed in, although basketball was my first love. Um, I went to Hampton University and have NCAA titles and broke some records, and um, we've just been playing sports pretty much our whole life. So how much do you think of it is, you know, family genetics versus, uh, you know, Mikey's individual dedication? Mm. That's a good question. I mean, I think that genetics 
do play an important part. I think maybe 60-40, I think his dedication um, with those genetics, um, you know, only only help his commitment is just, it's really admirable. He When he puts his mind to something, he goes out and he's not satisfied until he accomplishes it, whether it's like a certain type of dunk he wants to do, whether it's, you know, um, making sure that he can make a certain amount of three-pointers or shoot from a certain range of distance. I think, I think the, the dedication, um, you know, that uh, I think that weighs a little bit more heavy, but the genetics, genetics help. <laughs> Right. Yeah. No, I, I wish uh, I, I hope it's dedication to not just genetics. So my son has a shot at possibly being a very good athlete. Not that I was a terrible athlete, but, uh, you know, I was uh, I wasn't getting any profile videos on me uh, playing sports for sure. But uh, <laughs> I, I'm sure it's a good combination uh, of the two. And I think dedication uh, is big. And I'm sure, you know, it sounds like you guys have, have pushed and, and encouraged uh, Mikey. But at what point how do you balance between you know pushing your kid without pushing him too hard? Oh, that's a great question. Um, We just keep it really 100% real with him. And, you know, we let him know that it's not something that we're interested in. I think because we were athletes and we understand the the level of commitment and the work and, you know, just the stress of being an athlete, being a student athlete, that, you know, we're very – kind of observant to where, hey, if this isn't something that you're feeling, we're not going to push you. We're not going to force you to do something that we want because you're not going to get that result. If you want it, we're 100% um, on board with that. So, you know, we make sure that he's a kid. We make sure that he gets to do things that, um, you know, aren't revolved around basketball. We have family dinners every Sunday. He loves to fish. So, you know, he goes fishing with uncle, granddad, um, his grandma, and, you know, just every opportunity we can, family, um, like holidays or whatever. They're they're doing, you know, kid games, Christmas. We're um, making sure he's not really into big theme parks and stuff, but we do make sure that, you know, we, we take breaks and do some other stuff. We'll go out to eat, me, him, and his sister, or, you know, um, him and his dad. He wakes up at night for his dad because Maylon gets off of work at midnight, and they have talks just, like, about life. So, you know, we kind of, like, we, we step away from basketball and make sure that he's, he's okay, you know, in other areas, too, and is able to experience just normal kid things. Right. Which uh, I'm sure, you know, is uh, is important. And you know, whether it's late night talks or doing, you know, certain family dinners, do you ever feel like, you know, just to, to keep him uh, overall well-grounded, but also pursuing uh, his passion, do you ever feel like there's any sacrifices as a parent that you're making uh, that, you know, comes into play, uh, you know, for the better of, uh, you know, Mikey's uh, career? Oh, definitely. There's lots. You know, we you have to budget because if there's camps that are coming up, if there's tournaments that are out of town, you know, we, we have to think about, you know, okay, we have to travel there. We might have to get a hotel just to gas. So just budgeting financially, we have to make sure that, you know, we're supporting um, his goal and his vision. And, you know, this, this also comes with the responsibility of you know, you got to be a good student. We can't just, you know, sit here and sacrifice, you know, things that we want to do so that you can be successful and see this thing play out all the way as far as possible. 
um, he has to have own some responsibility and be accountable for, you know, being being a student and a, and a good person. Um, we have to work opposite schedules. Malon works two jobs. He's gone in the morning at 5.30 a.m. He comes back home at 10, and he's back out the door at um, 3, like 2, 2 o'clock, and he's back home at midnight. And so that puts a lot of responsibility on me to run the household to make sure I get all the school forms signed, all the doctor appointments taken care of. I don't have like the luxury, even though we're a two-parent household, of having that balance. Um, he's, Malon also works seven days a week. So, you know, I, as, a, as a mom, I just do everything I can to kind of make it sane here um, and, you know, just make sure that we're doing everything we can to support him in his um in his goal in his you know in his life with basketball sounds like you're doing a lot of the uh the right things and uh is, has there been any moments though that any regrets you have uh, you know things you've learned along the way that you know advice you'd give to to other parents who uh, are possibly dealing with a, a sports prodigy oh regrets I don't have any regrets because I feel like even if something didn't work out, it's a definite learning um, opportunity. And we'll, Malon and I will be the first one to share all of our bumps and bruises with other parents who have kids, you know, mistakes, you know, that we might have made with, you know, going to certain programs that, you know, really uplifting or, and I, I wouldn't even call it a mistake. I would just say, you know, just an experience that kind of um, didn't turn out, you know, the way, like, even on an even playing field. Um, I just would say to parents that, you know, have these kids um, in, in, you know, involved in these sports that, you know, are trying to take it as far as possible is uh, be open. Don't get so involved in, you know, trying to face um, somebody else's path or somebody else's goal. And, you know, one of the best things that um, we tell our kids is that, you know, if so, there's another kid who is just a top phenomenal athlete and great at their craft, let's, let's go play with them. Let's learn something from the family. Let's see, you know, how they've been successful. And, you know, we hope that they also would open and share that, that their platform and their spotlight to help other kids reach that dream. I feel like that um, there's, uh, you build relationships, it's good for confidence. And um, not every kid has a great support system. Sometimes they come from single parent homes where you just have to work. And so just being, um, just being a good teammate, team player, and try to be in, as encouraging as possible um, you know, you don't know what the next kid's going through. Definitely, you know, Malon and I have gone through some things in sports that, you know, it just didn't turn out the way we we were hoping it would, even though uh, we could have played at the highest level possible. Um, we're able to kind of sit back and not put too much pressure on the kid and make sure that that's something that they want to do and just support and, you know, encourage them. Well, you got to work hard. This is what you want. Um, just listening to your kid, you know, if they want to take a break, we will go ahead and say, hey, take a break. We're not forcing you to do this. This is something you want to do. We support you in everything. Um, yeah, I think, you know, just, just being, just be, just kind of keep, keep your eyes open and, and maybe listen to, you know, just be observant. Right. 
And and how important do you think it is, even if, you know, let's say uh, your kid isn't going to be a sports prodigy, probably my kid, for instance. How important do you think it is, though, for, uh, you know, young kids to play team sports? Oh, man, I think it's wonderful. Um, you make so many, you, you build so many relationships. I think sports is kind of like music where it's kind of like a universal language, you know, because you can get these um, kids, you can get athletes from all different walks of life and they may not be able to communicate verbally, but you kind of all have like the same, the same goal, the same, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, Hey, we want to win. So we gotta, we gotta play together. It, it sports has definitely helped me. And this is what I tell my kids um, just, you know, in work in life, because it allows you to be able to communicate. Um, it teaches you patience. It teaches you um, dedication and um, it kind of opens up your your viewpoint to be accepting of other different types of cultures of people because, you know, sports is about teamwork. So um, I think it's great. Even if, like, you just play for a season, try different things out. I mean, you never know what you're going to like. You never know what you're going to be good at. So um, I think that if, you know, a kid can play sports, then, yeah, that's think that's uh, definitely a good thing to, to involve them in. Who do you think, uh, if you had to say in the NBA, you know, Mikey's game is most similar to? <laughs> Assuming that I watched the NBA. <laughs> I'm either in traffic or working. <laughs> um, she, oh gosh. <laughs> I know his favorite player is LeBron. Um, but, and you know, it's funny because I do see how Mike gets his other teammates involved like LeBron does and how Mike is like, you know, if my team isn't feeling good and my team isn't bought in, then it's, it's, it's not going to be beneficial for me to be able to be the player that I am. So just, um, I would probably say, you know, in that respect, how you Le- LeBron, you know, encourages and is an advocate for his teammates. I would say that, you know, Mike has that, uh, that quality. Um, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think a, I watch the NBA enough. <laughs> that's a good answer. We'll, we'll, we'll take it. LeBron works. Uh, I think that's a good high level to put yourself at, both on and off the court. I think that's a, a good role model to uh, aspire yeah. to be. So uh, I think I think you picked a good choice. Um, <laughs> so obviously, you know, uh, every parent, you know, takes pride uh, in their kid. And, and obviously what your son is, is you know, showing uh, exceptional talent and, and a lot of potential future. But what is it about him that makes you the most proud? Um, I, I think his, his heart. He's just got a real big heart. Like today he texted me and he was eating lunch with the special needs kids in, in their classroom. And he doesn't judge anybody. Like, that's what makes me super proud about him is that he recognizes, um, you know, other people for who they are and that they're human. And I don't know if that's because he has so much attention on him that sometimes people think he's not human and they invade his space constantly. Um, but he, he just has, like, the biggest, the biggest heart. And um, that's really I, – I really admire that about him. Yeah, no, definitely sounds like a uh... – a special guy. Uh, and I guess just to, to end it off, uh, the name of uh, the series and the podcast is No Days Off. So what does No Days Off mean to you? <laughs> Mike literally takes no days off. If he um, is sore, 
at home, he's watching film. He's constantly, you know, involving himself with the game to some aspect. Um, it, it just means being 100% dedicated and committed. It, it also means listening to your body because if he is sore, he's got banged up in the game. He's, you know, doing his foam rolling on his own. He might stretch, mom, I need to go to cryo, where before I would have to, like, you know, be like, hey, Mike, you need to do these things. He realizes that, yeah, like, if this is something I want, you know, it's, this is, like, I have to eat, sleep, breathe, live it. So, yeah, he's constantly um, involving himself in the game. And lastly, I just realized I never asked, what, at what age could he first dunk? I'm just curious. When was the first time uh, he dunked? Oh, so we sent him to Charlotte with his uncle. Oh, gosh. I don't know exactly if it was his when he was like fifth grade, sixth grade, but we sent him there for the summer. So he had got some training. There are some pro players out there. I think my nephew plays football. And so they know a few different trainers out there. And um, they were, you know, doing some training. He stayed out there for a whole summer. And he was like, Mom, I dunked a tennis ball. So, like, little baby dunk, I guess. I, I don't know if that was sixth, sixth grade year. You got you to you um, start somewhere. You got to start somewhere. <laughs> I was like, okay, great, son. You, you know, can you dunk a basketball? <laughs> but, you know, I, and so I, we, we, I play with him because I was an athlete, too. So, you know, I'll be like, okay, well, that's fine. But, you know. Can you show me more? You know, kind of like encouraging in that way because, you know, who doesn't want to like show their mom what they can do? So I, I, I want to say it was in sixth grade, but I think Malon probably knows better than I do. But I think it was around sixth grade. I know he was dunking around that time. All right, so dribbling his, dribbling his first ball at 11 months and uh, dunking a tennis ball and then basketball in sixth grade. So I think he got off early to a great start, and hopefully, you know, sky's the limit. Uh, thanks again so much for taking the time. Uh, really appreciate it, and, uh, you know, best of luck in the upcoming seasons, and hopefully, you know, uh, he eventually makes it to uh, the NBA, and then uh, it'd be really, uh, really awesome from there, too. That would be great. Thank you. Thank you so much. Have a great one.